Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey guys, welcome to the instance. Before we get started, do you like chatter about video games in general and not just World of Warcraft? Well, I got good news. I have a show on the network called Core. It stars me, Bo Schwartz, and John Jagger. It used to be about Heroes of the Storm, but then Heroes kind of went weird. And so we quit making it about that. And instead, it's about video games at large. We talk about all sorts of issues around the industry, the games we're playing, and a whole lot more. So if that sounds interesting to you, check us out on Wednesdays. We're live at 7 p.m. Mountain Time at twitch.tv slash frogpants, or you can get the podcast anywhere you get your shows. Just search for core or go to frogpants.com slash core and get it there. You're listening to The Instance. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Instance, the nearly 15-year-old podcast. <laughs> Sometimes it's weird it to think almost it. get its learner's permit. Just about. In some states, I think it'll drive anyway because Grandpa gave you the keys and you're in a farm town and you can just go up to the road if you need to. I, I learned to drive when I was 14. I did, too. Somebody <laughs> let me drive the van when I was 14. Uh, those are good times. Can't really do that as easily anymore. Well, I don't know. Maybe not. Patrick, when you're... Just like flying in World of Warcraft. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's, a lot, <laughs> that's a lot cheaper and you wait, and you have to do a lot less to get an actual driver's license uh, than you have to fly in that day. Like an overbearing government, Hazakastas says, you're not ready for this. That's right. Uh, hey, uh, it's good to see you, Garrett, of course, the world's biggest RNG uh, card playing fan uh, here as always. Good to have you here. He loves what the a, RNG. What a week for that, for RNG card playing, man. It's a great <laughs> week to be a fan of RNG card game playing. Yeah, this is, uh, that's why I brought it up. I noticed from afar that Garrett had been banging his head a little against some RNG, and we'll talk about that later because I'm curious as to your your mindset in the wake of all that. Uh, also with us, of course, Patrick Beja from France, a.k.a. Uh, right now Finland. Finland, France, whatever. It's all the same. Hello, uh, I'm stuck in Finland. There are no planes. Uh, borders are closed. It's I, I can't go home, although here is my home now. So I don't know. You it's, are home. Uh, it's all crazy. Yeah, wherever you park your French ass, that's home. You can't go home again. No. Because exactly. you're stuck there already. <laughs> you're already stuck <laughs> at home along with the rest of us. You but... can never go home back because you're already there. There you go. That's go exactly what the saying is. Nailed it. It's, there's no different saying than that. That was exactly the right one. Anyway, we're glad to be mm-hmm. here. It's a big week. We've got Alpha in the air. Uh, at least one of us has played it. Uh, another of us still hasn't gotten their key <laughs> or access yet. No, No pressure, Blizzard. I'm just, you know, it's fine. I'll just wait here. I, I really like to play it, though, and talk about it. So I watch a lot of streams. Uh, Patrick doesn't test things, so he's he's just going to give us some great commentary so, from the outside. Yes. Uh, uh, related to what I was saying last week, uh, people did contact me and saying that I didn't, you know, it would be a test yeah. of whether or not I still have friends in the world. Yeah. Uh, turns out I have friends. Oh, people did contact, contact me. Um, and so, well, I mean... I might be over-exaggerating a little bit. I have one friend. One person contacted me. So I might be able to hook you up, Scott. Okay. Well, I'm all out of friends, I guess. Because uh, Patrick's my only friend who is connected (laughs) to another friend. I'm I'm sure it was just a goof and it's not a big deal. And I'm sure I'll get the second wave. But I was really looking forward to playing this week so that we could uh, commiserate a little bit. Uh, But Garrett had some... I don't know, four, four and a half hours in the game, and he'll have a lot to say as well. All that coming yeah, up. Yeah, as someone who has nothing else to uh, to play right now in the Blizzard sphere, no other responsibilities, I'm really glad that you two can can dig in and, mm-hmm. and help help uh, get some hours in the alpha so, it's, so it doesn't just <laughs> come down to me 
who definitely doesn't want to spend any time with Heroes of the Storm or Hearthstone as well. Right. This week. It's not like you've got um, two other shows you have to sort of. Please get Scott yeah. an Alpha Key. Can we? Can we like <laughs> all Alpha Keys to the floor? Like uh, someone like, oh, I dropped this. Like maybe did you try Blizzard Lost and Found? Here, Scott? Here's the problem. You you, you, you do give this. them a call and be like, hey, I was out a little late last night. I think I left my Alpha Key somewhere, and they could just be like, oh, hey, I found it right here. Well, look, you do this content creator fandom thing for so long. Eventually, they forget the old guy in the back of the room that's what's going on <laughs> i know how it is i get it i totally get it uh, uh we'll, we'll figure man. it out um not a big I, deal well I, i'm still <laughs> yes patrick no I, i'm still not i still don't think i want to give it a try but i have to say everything we've seen about the beta has gotten me excited about uh shadowland same it's yeah it seems like there is a lot of things that I want to try out. I'm not going to try them out in the beta, I think, but I definitely want to get in what just you know the moment it comes out and, and give it a try. Which I didn't think I was going to ex- get excited by the beta. I'm more excited about what I saw streaming and what I've heard and what I've read and what we've seen from mm-hmm. this thing since it landed than I was leading up to it. I mean, I was I'm always excited about a new expansion. That's just a given. Yeah. But I, that's baseline. It's, because, it's nice know, to see wow. some of these features implemented. It's nice to see them in practice um, and to see how they're actually going to work. So we got that to talk about, plus a bunch of other stuff. So sit back and relax. Let's do this. All right, Garrett, since you spent the most, well, the only time in the beta or the alpha that we could uh, manage, um, four hours is a good chunk of time. Did you come away with like concrete impressions, thoughts, feelings, anything about that experience jump out to you and go, oh man, can't wait for this when it hits retail. Like where's your head at with it? Uh, really positive. Um, Bastion is the zone I am the least hyped for. And uh, like the first couple of hours uh, kind of stayed that way. I was like, yeah, this is exactly A, what I remember playing at BlizzCon and, and B, uh, aligns with my expectations of it. Being a zone, I wouldn't be that interested in. Um, but uh, I rapidly got really interested in it. Mm. It goes some places. Uh, I'm trying to keep this as as uh, spoiler-free as I possibly can. Um, but uh, overall, really like it. It goes some really cool cool places. The wing tech on these, uh, these angel dudes are really cool. Um, actually looks better than I would expect out of the World of Warcraft engine. Sure. And um, on like a selfish level, I'm really enjoying. Uh, I, the first thing I uh, I made a, a, a test character of was Paladin because that's probably what I'm going to level first. And uh, I like the unpruning that mm. took place on the Paladin. I'm rather enjoying uh, my class. Are you? Are, do you already feel? Do you feel that feeling of like, oh no, I don't know what I need to be using again. What's my rotation? These, you know, with these changes. No, not at all. I'm and and your mileage is definitely going to vary from hero to hero or class to class, depending on what you're playing. But the the basic rotation for right, you know, I'm I'm trying out ret because mm. that's usually what I level as uh, right now. The basic rotation has not changed at all. The difference for me is like I'm rocking. I'm rocking Anora again, and I can throw down Consecration in Ret Spec, which feels just awesome. Mm. And like my favorite, is it Azerite Armor? Yeah, it's an Azerite Armor trait. I, not an essence. My favorite Azerite Armor trait is now baked into the class oh. in the next expansion, which I didn't do enough reading to. I'm sure I, if I had read enough Wowhead, I would have already known that was happening. But I'm like, oh, damn, they kept my favorite part. Yeah. of my least favorite part of bfa yeah wowhead has done some really cool uh class change breakdown stuff lately if you guys haven't been reading that at home you need to go check it out it's very in-depth uh they keep updating it with little tweaks and stuff there since the alpha has been out it's had a couple of additions but yeah like um if there's anything i'm i mean I'm, the thing i'm most excited about about a, uh, a new expansion is always the initial questing experience the new world i'm going to explore the story we're going to get into, like all of those things matter to me the most, but certainly right up there is what are y'all doing to my favorite classes? And it sounds like this is definitely one to watch because everybody's getting significant unprunings, significant additions. Like you just said, some stuff baked in that were good from the last expansion, uh, the return of some age old stuff we haven't seen in four expansions. Volley. Hello. You know what I mean? Like that's exciting. So I'm glad to hear that you, uh, you were able to, I don't know, find some joy in what your paladin got back. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm having a good time. Um, and again, I'm, I'm trying real hard to keep the spoiler free, uh, but there are 
already some things I really want to know how they pan out story-wise. Sure. Uh, yeah, I watched a couple of streams, and I won't spoil anything either, but I really liked where stuff was going. I'm a big fan of stories. I like this in D&D as well. I like where in fantasy stories where they kind of have a heaven dynamic and a hell dynamic, and the way they treat the heaven dynamic. Diablo certainly has done this over time. It's not all, you know, peaches and cream in this version of purgatory slash heaven slash in between whatever. There's a lot of conflict. There are power struggles. There are all the things that, that you know, kind of go against type when you're talking about a a stereotypic idea of heaven. And what I saw, I'll just say, <clears throat> really leans into that, and I like that a lot. So uh, bring it on. Uh, how do you, uh, any bugs like you bumping into anything went oh my hell they better fix that right away um i i crashed within like the first three minutes of playing um i was just messing with some of the graphics settings like, you know kind of cranked everything up as far as it would go and then i tried to talk to the first quest giver and it just like hard crashed the desktop mm-hmm. um but i haven't had anything since uh it's it's an alpha so Honestly, most of what has stood out to me seems like it is, you know, intentionally under construction, kind of a pardon my dust kind of thing and not so much like straight up bugs. Um, nothing has I don't have any good stories like I clicked on a swolkin and it just infinitely replicated until it was the only thing on my screen. I, I got nothing like that crazy. It's it's um, it's it's a freaking Blizzard Alpha, man. It's 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 better than a lot of other games betas and some games launch games. Yeah, so. that's a good point. It's nice to it's hear that stable. they're they're sticking with that. The funniest one for me was when we were beta testing. I think it was beta, not alpha. We were beta, beta testing Pandaria, and every once in a while, for no reason, the Pandaren male model. I don't think the female models did it, but the male model would just suddenly arms out, legs out, like a test model. Like oh, just T pose. Yeah, T pose. And he would just, yeah, just he would just t-posed. float around the map, the, the map just t posed, shooting arrows out of nothing, uh, <laughs> making no moves when any kind of animation was necessary. Your legs wouldn't move, like that was a nice one, and that happened to me constantly in that beta. But hey, they're getting better at this every time, I guess. So probably less of that sort of stuff. Yeah, uh, again, I'm sure your mileage you may depending on your video card, depending on your processor, who knows what you might be running into. But uh, all in all, it's good for me. Uh, the music is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what little what uh, you know we basically got like one zone in there, so it's kind of the the same track. But what little I've heard is really good. Um, it is an alpha, so there's like no voice work at all, mm. <laughs> which is it's been a long time, obviously, since I've played an alpha. So that's that's a little funny seeing that. But like I said. Everything that is missing seems more like it's just not ready yet and not that it's busted. Mm. Um, I also forgot how entertaining it is to get to like cutscenes and it just goes something awesome happens in all caps text and just moves you along. Oh, right. Because they don't have those in-game cinematics ready. By yeah, placeholder text, man. It's 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 entertaining. And I, I don't know. I'm, I'm feeling pretty positive on the alpha experience. As someone has been, um, I, I typically avoid it, but now I've, you know, I'm on a wow show. I feel like I should play it. Sure. So uh, I'm I'm rather enjoying it. And uh, things are so stripped down and under construction that I, I don't think I'm going to be too burnt out when I go to play this when it actually launches. Yeah. I well, now I mean, I'm, I am feeling the itch um, more than I usually am at this stage. And I'm sure I don't test. I'll check betas and alphas out. I'll get in there for a while and dink around. I'll get the impressions I need. And then I'll get so far and go, okay, I don't want to test this. I want to savor it when it comes out. I want to be there when the whole thing's done and like that sort of thing. But I'm really itching this time. And I don't know why. I I think if you approach it with a similar mindset, you know, I don't want to tell you to think like me, but I think, I think it'll be, if you go in, like I selfishly want to try out multiple classes to find out what I actually want to level first. Mm. Uh, And then I'm also going in just kind of as a, like fact finding for for like this show sure so to see like what is missing and whatnot so now i think i think it's actually been going to be pretty cool to keep checking in on it as and watch it get built up and get closer and closer to a launch product Uh, i think i'm gonna actually rather enjoy seeing those pieces fall into place well it seems like they're being pretty frequent about updates letting us know what's coming uh new waves of beta or alpha players will be soon a lot of those will still be second tier people like me and uh and others who will who will get in and then eventually you'll start getting in if you put your name on the website if you haven't yet go to the official blizzard site for shadowlands 
And at the very bottom, there's just an opt-in option. You put your email in and that's it. Actually, if you're logged in, you don't even do that. It just takes your account and flags it and says, all right, well, we flagged you for potential access. Doesn't mean you're going to get it for sure, but um, if you're interested, you can go ahead and do that. All right, we have other information about what's happening with the with the alpha in a second, mostly to deal with some level squish stuff, the starting zone experience, some of that stuff. But before we do, uh, Mythic Dungeon International 2020 has begun. I'm guessing it'll happen in uh, places without people being right next to each other and without a crowd. Uh, but here's what they say. You can start watching all the MDI events this year. They'll be streamed via YouTube. Remember, they have that new contract with YouTube, so no Twitch this year. Um, although... They didn't say anything about a simul stream. I assume this contract's exclusive. They are on YouTube, and that's there have it. been no simul streams since this started. Okay. Uh, all the Hearthstone esports have been exclusively broadcast live on YouTube. The exception—it's it doesn't seem like an exception to me because it's not an esport. Are uh, like the card reveal streams uh, over on Hearthstone. They did those on Twitch, okay. but that's not esports. That's not Grandmasters. That's not Tour Stops. All of that stuff has been exclusively YouTube. So tournament level stuff, all YouTube, all day. Yep. Well, not all day, but the days they're showing it. Yeah, I mean, that was that was the deal. <laughs> sure, that makes sense. Um, anyway, you can subscribe to the World of Warcraft YouTube channel and uh, you hit the little bell there, you'll get notified when broadcasts go live and that sort of thing. So watch for that. If you want more details on the scheduling, uh, go to the site. But format changes, they've made a few changes, they said, over last year. The European and Asian divisions include players from Europe, the Middle East, Africa, Korea, China and Taiwan now. The Americas division includes players from the Americas, uh, that being North and South, and all countries in between. Australia and New Zealand, so those um, those countries normally considered oceanic, will be part of the Americas division. Teams will participate in the division based on where the majority of their team players reside. So I would assume that'll be the U.S. here, but I don't actually know that. Maybe they maybe there are more people in Australia playing than we are or New Zealand or something. I have no idea. But anyway, that's how that'll work. Uh, new year, new dungeon, new AFFI or a fix. Uh, we've added a new dungeon to the rotation this year with Operation Mechagon. The dungeon provides eight challenging bosses split into two separate wings, junkyard and workshop. That's a fun dungeon to play. I assume at the pro level, it'll be a fun dungeon to watch. Uh in the international. So I'm very excited about this. This, that. this to me is the big draw because uh, I, I, I feel like I've seen enough of every other dungeon from BFA like this. Uh, I think this, this year has a challenge in that BFA is pretty long in the tooth. So it's good that there's uh, essentially two new dungeons being added into the mix. Yeah, I think it's good. Uh, the new affix is the awakened. For some reason they, they spelled a fix wrong in the, in their post, but it's fine. Uh, the, up above that. Anyway, with the Visions of Nazoth content update uh, comes a new season of competitive play with a new affix to the content uh, Awakened. While the Awakened affix is active, here's what players have to deal with. They'll discover obelisks throughout the dungeon. You know, think like uh, the National Monument uh, or the Washington Monument or something like that. Like a big, tall uh, thing. Which will pull players through the veil to the shadowy world of Nihalatha. Ooh. There, players will confront a powerful servant uh, of Nazoth which they must defeat, or the servant will join the forces with the final bosses in the instance. So, beat them there, or beat them later, or lose to the other team. Adding yeah, a little this bit came of a twist. in to the game back in February, I believe, um, and it's pretty cool. Yeah. I want to see. Well, these are all Saturdays and Sundays, right? That's the schedule. Let's see. Yeah. Saturdays and Sundays, all on the YouTube channel. I think this might be the year I really get into it. In the last couple, since this has been going, I sort of check in. I'll poke in and watch a little bit here and there. It's still, the, you know, of all the WoW stuff, it's the most fun to watch, I think. But even then, I wasn't I invested that much. Now I really want to, like, I don't know. It's, you know what it is? It's this isolation. It's this pandemic. It makes me want to just dig my hands into this stuff way more than I'm used to. Hell, I want an alpha test, for heaven's sakes. What the hell's wrong with me? Like, that's crazy. That's not me. Well, I don't, I don't know if you watch uh, traditional sports or not, but they inhabit it. So your options are pretty limited right now. Oh, good, so that, good, that point. Also, uh, yeah, good point. It's a big boon to, uh, to eSports. Yeah, that's true. Take that, traditional sports. I've been really impressed with how they've been handling the GSL over in Korea because it's still happening. They're still doing it in the studio. They just have no audience yeah. whatsoever. They have casters in the, 
in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Tasteless Anartosis are still doing the English language stream, um, and it it seems like they're doing a good job, like monitoring the situation. I mean, I think it was last month they started. Like I follow Tasteless on Instagram. They were they were they would check you for fever before they would even let you on the premise. Yeah, they do like a little test outside before you can go in. Yeah, that was big. Yeah, that was so, big in uh, Korea. But, yeah. yeah, but I've been watching it, and uh, short of uh, cheering, it's just like watching the GSL. Same production value. Uh, players in studio, they're just not shaking hands before a match. That makes sense, or hugging when they win, or whatever. I, I guess I, they I, wouldn't I, hug themselves. They don't usually hug because usually one of them loses uh, <laughs> yeah. in those <laughs> in those situations. That's a good so point. Not too much yeah. hugging, but I keep thinking yeah. of teams. But yeah, you're right. You're not going to hug yourself, or go yeah. ahead and hug yourself. You need self love. Hey, uh, Patrick, yeah. I don't. I never told you this, but this reminds me of this. I had a dream once. This wasn't that long ago. It was maybe. Oh, I'm scared. A month I'm ago. Scared now. I had a dream that Patrick was a. Uh, I don't remember what the game was, but you were a caster. You were like a play-by-play dude, and you were like uh, in English, and you were doing like the full-on like. Ah, oh, he's coming down the thing with the stuff. I can't believe he's it. like you were doing the whole thing. <laughs> It was amazing. So I forgot to mention I, it here. It was an amazing dream. I was doing a good job at it? Yeah, you were good at it. People were like, you know. Nice. I mean, in my dream, you know how dreams are. Dreams can be whatever you want. <laughs> dreams can be completely unrealistic, but that's why we love them. So uh, well, you thank say, you for that. You say feel- that. You say that can be unrealistic, but I would actually argue, maybe not the play-by-play, but the color commentary, Patrick would be amazing at. You'd be a great kind of sit on the side and then, the guy just did the, I can't believe a freaking junk rat did the thing. And then you'd go, well, see, now that's the thing with junk rat. And you draw little circles on the screen and stuff. You can yeah. totally do that. I, I could absolutely play by play. Maybe it's a little bit too difficult. It's not about the language. I, I would be terrible at it in, in French as well. But the color com- commentary I could totally do. Uh, it would be, you know, complete bollocks every time, but I would totally <laughs> sound super serious and you would absolutely believe me. Uh, so that would be cool. All right. Well, I'm I'm voting for this opportunity one day for Patrick to get behind the mic in that in that uh, capacity. I'd listen to that. I'd be into it. Absolutely. Um, all right. Anyway, keep following that. There's good stuff. The WorldWarcraft.com site has plenty of details, including the full schedule, if you want to go learn more. All right, back to Alpha Talk. The squish and the leveling changes. We knew this stuff was coming. We knew a lot of details about it, but now that it's actually here, we have some additional stuff. Uh, a little background in Shadowlands. New players that have never made a character or leveled anybody before. So when you start a new character in Shadowlands, if you have that expansion, you will automatically begin in Exile's Reach. This is a new starting zone, new with this expansion. And I don't care who you are. You're a... Uh, Orc, you're a human, you're a whatever. You are starting in Exile's Reach. Veteran players will be able to opt out of this zone if you want to and complete the starting zone of your race. So if you really want to, you're like, man, I want to see that troll starting zone again. I haven't played that for a while. You can go do that. That's the option. But if you are a brand new player to the game, which they are trying to kind of court with this expansion, it feels like, with a lot of the leveling changes, um, that's how you're going to do it. You're going to go to this place called Exile's Reach. Allied race characters, including Death Knights, start at level 10. If you're a Demon Hunter and non-allied race Death Knights, you start at level 8. It's a little bit weird on the math, but we'll get to that. Uh, And then you have to go through your starting zone experience before you can progress any further. So you still got to do your Death Knight business, uh, but you, you do it. In a slightly different way, and you start at a slightly, you know, obviously a different level. You don't start at 54 anymore, or whatever the heck it was before, because all of that level squish has changed that. Um, pausing right there for a second, I don't know why I'm so excited about this new starting zone. <laughs> I don't know why. I, maybe it's because I don't know. I just want to start. A, I want to start new dudes in this expansion. And it's a weird feeling. I'm not, usually that is not my focus, man. I am not really thinking about that moving into a new expansion. I'm all about, hey, what's GURP going to do? What am I going to do with my hunter? How, what am I going to do with my, you know, demon hunter? What are we going to do? And instead, I, I'm, all I'm focused on here is like, ooh, I can start new people in a new place and I can have these like, this crazy new experience. And I, I don't know why that's so exciting to me. Am I the only one? Garrett, you want to do that? You want to make new dudes? Uh, I I do, but I, I mean I don't want to do it day one of the expansion. I want to do it day one of the pre-expansion patch uh, uh, when <laughs> when this hopefully goes live. Um, especially right now, the freaking I I uh, I've been talking to some of my WoW buddies and Hearthstone buddies about this. Um, 
because of the new damn Hearthstone expansion being all Outland themed. Mm-hmm. Um, like the art. Oh my god, y'all! The art set is incredible. Um, I'm having mad, mad Burning Crusade nostalgia. So like, I want to go play through Outland and WoW right now. Uh, but I, I would also like that to be all I need to play through in WoW right now. So sure. I'm, I so I am like, I want this now. I want this as soon as I can possibly get this into the game. Yeah, but, I'm ready for this. Time. This sounds really cool. This is not yet in the thing, though, right? Yeah, this is not in the test yet. I don't believe. No, and and that is something I very much will not be testing. I'm not going to do this because mm. I know I'm going to do it in the live game as soon as I possibly can. Yeah, I tend I tend to agree. Um, here's how that zone works. It teaches players uh, fundamentals of the game and of their class. So if you never played WoW before, you're going to get a little lesson and all that up front. This includes playing through a one to five player mini dungeon uh, very early, which is a little bit weird. Players can expect to take uh, 30, 60 minutes, something in that range to complete the zone. So if you're ripping right through it, you'll, you'll rip through it. If you're familiar with the game, you're not going to, it's not going to take very long. Uh, if you're new to world of Warcraft and have never created a leveled character, you will automatically begin an exile reach exiles reach. As I mentioned earlier, if you've leveled a character through the expansion again, and if you're a veteran, you can opt out of it. Here's how leveling is going to work now. Moving forward. Some of these numbers are a little confusing to me, but I get it now. So they've done it by expansion. And they've compared what leveling currently is in BFA versus what it will be in Shadowlands. So in vanilla, you can work your way to 60. Once Shadowlands is live, you will work your way to 25. All right. So you'd be level 25 by the time you get out of there. Uh, Burning Crusade content. 25? Yes. Oh, right. The, yeah, sorry. Because of the squish. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The Burning Crusade, currently 70, will be 27. Uh I guess you're going to earn 20, you're going to earn two levels in your time in Burning Crusade. I still haven't quite let that settle into my head yet, what that means. That feels like a lot of content and very little progression. But also, maybe you're just going to tear through the Burning Crusade in a way that is just psycho. I don't know. It also, seems like there's a mistake there. It's weird. Well, this is from Blizzard. So maybe I, it's when you can, maybe it's when you can enter it, but then you can spend 10 levels there if you want to maybe well it used to be because the way they're comparing them is in bfa you max at 70 in burning crusade before you can leave Mm -hmm. this is saying you would max at 27 and then leave maybe it means you can go from zero to 20 see there's there is some confusion but wrath of lich king 80 is what it was 30 now cataclysm 85 now 32 miss of pandaria was 90 now 35 Warlords 100, now 40. Legion was 110. This is 45. And Battle for Azeroth content was 120 at their cap. It will be 50. So you will leave. I guess you'll you'll start at 50 in Shadowlands. Do I have that right? You don't start at 60. That is correct. I ding I dung 51. Right. So you will you dung. <laughs> Is that how you'd say post? Let's see. Post, Would you prefer I say I donged? I, I donged. donged. No, I don't think that's good. Don't dong anything. I don't like that. But no, like, okay, that makes sense. Because then you're going to max out. The game literally maxes out at the old 60 overall. At the very end of all of this, you get to you get through Shadowlands and boom, you're, you're level 60 like it's 2004, yo. And I think that's a little confusing on the surface, but super exciting. I'm very excited about this squish. I don't even know why. I don't have a good scientific reason to tell you why I'm excited. I just like change. And this is a drastic change. It may, in the end, only just be numbers and who cares. But uh, I'm looking forward to a leveling experience that doesn't just feel like a giant number I don't care about. It'll look like numbers that are meaningful. And uh, and I'm excited about that. So there you go. Those are your jumps. It's going to be so weird. Level four. You're going to be, you're going to ding 60 again, you guys, and you're going to get all excited and you're going to make a little gif out of it and put it on Twitter and go, look, I dinged 60 and it's going to be weird. <laughs> it's just weird. Anyway. Uh, the other thing on oh, Garrett, you, you can confirm this. Uh, they're reporting, or I saw some screenshots, so I assume this is all happening in the alpha now, but they changed the, they finally, after all these years, it's no longer just a simple yellow exclamation point over the head of your quest giver. It's now like a little fancy plaque-looking thing with, a, with an exclamation point embedded in it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I rather like that because I'm in the alpha and I don't, I don't give a crap 
about side quests. I just want to progress as fast as I can to see like as much of uh, as much of the um, uh, the Kyrian stuff. Like uh, I, I was kind of just racing through because I wanted to see what abilities I got and whatnot. And uh, I was like, well, I'm pretty damn sure none of that's going to be locked behind a side quest. So I just mainlined this stuff. So yeah, it's like um, it's almost like the the exclamation or the question marks are kind of like on the backing of like a shield or something. It's it looks different. It looks good. Um, it, and it's also like categorized on the right side on your quest tracker of what's a mainline quest and what's a side quest. Right. Um, I'm trying to bring up the photo here so that the chat can see it. There it is. Okay. So I'm going to put this over Garrett's head for a second. You guys see that chat room? Little, uh, it's like a little shield almost, kind of a bronze shield with a yellow outline. And then in the center of it, you got a gold exclamation point. It's not that a big of a deal, but I don't know. I like weird changes <laughs> like i said i'm a change guy man bring it in make some changes do some stuff i don't think that'll throw people off too bad and i don't know shiny and new something cool to look at it's really well implemented i like it uh and you can you say anything well, i don't know if you've seen it yet but can you say anything about the higher elevation lower elevation indicator thing it'll tell you if it's oh yeah up. definitely um it helped a lot yeah uh, i've already been in and out of quite a few caves um and <laughs> it's like on it, it you, if you're facing in the correct direction you can like see it through walls like it's marked on your main screen i thought it was just gonna be like a mini map thing this oh. is like if you're looking in the right direction you can kind of see generally where it is oh weird like a world an actual in world indicator i think i've thought it was just gonna be a, a i don't know what i thought mini map icon or something i didn't realize it yeah, was I in think, the world i think you and i were on the same same page with that then uh no it's 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 more it's way more robust than that um oh, cool again are, are you like talking about like it's an arrow that tells you where to go it's kind of like it's no it's as if oh it's a, it's like an icon on the dude that you can see through everywhere yeah through yes, everything. basically yes. yeah and like it if you like kind of has a range finder on it tells you like how far away from it you are it's like playing um it's another i mean there's a million games that do this but um I don't know. Crazy taxi. Miserably to think of a good example in my head. <laughs> I'm thinking of crazy taxi because it, it you you only see it when you're looking at it. If you turn to if you turn all the way over here, you're not seeing it. it's behind you. So it's got it's in your it's it's not an icon yeah, that's, that's just a, always on your HUD. It's like in the world there. Correct. I get that. Correct. Yeah. Like if you have your back to it, there's not going to be like an arrow at the top like telling you to turn around. Yeah. Someone in the chat says Skyrim, but they don't show that. They don't do that in Skyrim. Skyrim has. Yeah, but the Skyrim compass is not a bad. Oh, not yeah, a bad, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not a horrible uh, thing to, to draw an, like an analogy to. Why can't I come up with a sentence for this? Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's kind of how it works. But this is this is a little more like on the nose, like the dude you need to go talk to. Like you can kind of see where that dude is uh, at all times, as long as you're looking in the direction that 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 NPC is or the item they're going to go get or whatever. It's like an um, RNG sentence you made there, like a big. Yeah, and it's it's not like everything is marked. It's right. specific specific types of quests that have like a, a single endpoint. Yeah, uh, are what's marked. Well, I'm sufficiently excited about dumb things like that. So uh, and some good quality life changes yeah. over, overall. And there, I know there's some mods that do this. So save your emails. We know we know those exist, but uh, well, is, that's that's why they're doing it because a lot of people have the mods already as they have as they have uh before right you know, and they, they have add functionalities from mods that are super popular into the main game and they have sure. lots of data on who's using what so if they know that a mod is getting all kinds of crazy use and it makes sense to implement it in the game we've seen them do this before like i've always said that there's one thing about mods it's like on the one hand you want it to be this creative space where players get to make the stuff and put it in the game and make the game better because the player did it and blizzard would just never even bother looking at it but i always felt like it was blizzard's way of not not scraping development from the crowd but kind of it is it's like the crowd tells you what they want oh okay that's popular enough we should probably put it in the game and then some people get mad because their mods get deprecated because nobody cares about the mod anymore i don't know it's kind of complicated, but I like that they do it personally because it's always improved the way I play the game when they add that stuff. Well, listen, my my relationship with mods is like my relationship with music. My taste hasn't changed since 2005, so I have never had a mod that does what, what this feature does. Yeah, I'm using the same mods. Good point. I just like I'm still listening to ska. So, <laughs> um, 
<laughs> yeah, to me, this is a new feature, and I'd rather dig it. Yeah. You can not You can take the guy out of the ska, but you can't take the ska out of the guy. It's something like that. There's a phrase that I just can't think of right now. All about that upstroke. That's right. Um, okay, what else? Oh, we got BlizzCon news. It's not exactly... Wait, wait, I have a couple of... Oh, please. I have a, a couple of questions Go about ahead. the beta still. Go ahead. Um, are, are, I heard... I don't know if you have a, a, a ray tracing capable... Uh, graphics card, but Ooh. I saw okay because I, I saw a bunch of ray tracing settings somewhere, and I didn't realize it was going to be implemented. Maybe it isn't, and I'm mistaken. But that would be really cool. World of Warcraft ray tracing. I have a card capable of this. I want to see it. Uh, there's probably video by now. Right? I think I saw something on Shadowlands know, adding maybe? DXR ray tracing. Oh, World of Warcraft Legion reshade. No, no, that's not it. Uh, Okay, I have to, I'll have to dink around because, man, ray tracing. Okay. I'm sold on ray tracing. After seeing a few examples of yeah. it in action, it's like holy I'd be smoke. Very, very curious to see what what happens there. And I guess okay, so there's not a lot to say about that. But there's another thing. Did you see the da- data mining about a an auto battler for the war table? Uh, no. Oh, I saw it because you DM'd yeah, it you me. were the one that sent it to us. Yeah. yeah. So uh, let's talk about that. Um, there. I mean, we don't know if this is 100 percent true or not 100 percent true, but we don't know if they're going to do much with it. Although it sounds like they have something in development, but they're calling something. It is. It, wait, is it adventures? Yeah, adventures mode, and it's an auto battler in the vein of like auto chess and uh, Dota underlords and and that, all of them. All of them. <laughs> Uh, Hearthstone's own uh, battlegrounds. So, um, here's the article you sent me said this is since World of Warcraft's 2014 expansion, Warlords of Draenor, the MMO, has used some kind of mission table for players to gain passive bonuses while logging out of the game. Two years later, Blizzard introduced a mobile app, blah, blah, blah. Uh, with the upcoming Shadowlands ex- expansion, it seems Blizzard is trying something a bit different with missions and auto battler. The popular auto battler mode, games like Teamfight Tactics, we mentioned some of the other ones. Let's players draft units and place them on a chess-like board. The units then battle other units or uh, units of other players. Uh, between allies, players can buy, or battles rather, players can buy new units, upgrade existing units, or rearrange them on the board. According to Shadowlands' most recent data mine on MMO Champion, World of Warcraft is getting a similar mode. Um, there's suggestion in there of like, it works like followers a little bit. So if you had five slots, let's say, and you chose... I don't know who they'd be. Whatever heroes. And well, then, so it would be like the mission table, right. but more complex and closer to what you do in a battle mode because each unit would have specific abilities. And the, the thing is, the thing I'm not... I think everyone gets the picture of what it could be. I'm not clear whether you would watch it happen in real time, like they would have the models move around on, on the map, and there's another thing which I think would be really interesting because, you know, and that's one of the reasons I wanted to talk about it. We know that they're working on um, mobile stuff, and wouldn't that be perfect for a mobile title oh, for a while? Huge. And maybe that's why they haven't talked about it yet. Maybe it's not ready, but also maybe they want to make a little bit of a bigger deal mm-hmm. uh, of it. Yeah. Do you really think they'd want to compete with themselves in? Hearthstone, which is already playable on mobile. I mean, it's. A I good, mean, we know they're doing mobile stuff, and and it would be a little bit different. It would be a part of the game, you know, that is taken out of World of Warcraft, so it's already competing with uh, Hearthstone in a way. Uh, short answer: I don't think it would be a problem. It's different enough. Hmm. I don't think they would not do it because of I, that. I think this is the craziest tinfoil hat theory you've had in the, in, uh, the year twenty twenty so far. <laughs> Really? I, I'm yeah, not so Yeah, I think I'm that's not, insane. I think that's a completely insane. Just, just the mobile. Uh, you mean just the mobile Im- implementation you're saying is insane? Because it's possible. This, I mean, this desktop thing is literally being data mined, so we know they're working on it. But you're I mean, saying that's, that's, that's like saying when, when we got the, the Plants vs. Zombies quest, it's like, oh, they're going to they're gonna make this a standalone thing that you can play on mobile. And it's like, no, it's a janky piece of crap that's like 1 16th as good as the actual game it's riffing off of. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's yeah, a fair, fair enough, it's fair a enough. fair point, but if you have if you are super invested in what your dudes are doing in the game of World of Warcraft, and there is some reason to take that out of the game 
I mean, you could make the same argument for pet battles and for fishing and everything else. So I realized that, you know, we're not yeah, doing that, those I, I mean, that's kind of what's fueling my my counterpoint here is like there's so many other things that has been suggested and assumed uh, by the community that would be coming to mobile for the better part of a decade now, I think, since we've all had an iPhone in our hands. Uh, that seems like it would be more unique and should have happened by now. Why Why suddenly are we thinking that this is going to be it, that they're not going to make a fishing, that they're not going to make a pet battling, they're going to jump straight to some new WoW version of auto battlers that will finally make the WoW jump to mobile? Yeah. Uh, and you now may, you yeah. realize that uh, Garrett has indeed been having a bad day. <laughs> uh, I apologize for suggesting this. No, I think what? Clearly. Oh, wow, man. Wow. <laughs> no, I just I just think it might happen. That's it. That's all. Uh, it, no, maybe just, it won't. I, I was just doing my best Patrick impression. Yeah, it was a pretty That's good one. You, you missed the accent. No, but for real, like, uh, you're now making me question, because I think you make a decent you make a yeah, good argument. Yeah, you're making me question as well. Yeah, it's, it's a good it, argument. I, and like and, and it, from the mobile standpoint, from the desktop standpoint, I still don't really know, except they are data mining this. And that could mean nothing. This could be code and stuff. Oh, desktop... Desktop, it could absolutely, it could be something they were playing with and they're not going to do, but right. it could totally be, you know, what we're starting with is the uh, mission table, which is super basic to begin with. So it's just something to occupy your, your, you know, mind a little bit, which by the way, didn't we have a mission table on mobile? You, uh, we still do. A couple it's, of extensions ago? You still have it. Yeah. You, you can go into BFA's thing and do your, do your request from the. From the phone, so yeah. From your mobile? Oh, I didn't realize. Okay, well, yeah, yeah. so we already have it, I guess. But maybe they're gonna—they're looking to spruce it up a little bit and and do some auto battler uh, uh, elements mm -hmm. to that. But mm -hmm. I guess if it does, then since we—I I didn't realize we still had it, but probably it would be updated in that app anyway, right? If I, it does I would think that they that, that element. Yeah, that. I don't think they want to get in the business anymore of like having an app and then deprecating it and getting rid of it and bringing out a new app. Yeah. I think this one will just continue to evolve. At least I would hope so. That would be the more agile development. So it would get that feature as well if it was yeah. uh, to be brought if it was brought into the game. And it could be a much simpler version of what we're talking about. Like people who really mm -hmm. want to get the full auto battler experience will still get it from something like Hearthstone, because the truth is the the quest table and you sending your minions out, or sorry your followers out to do stuff, it kind of is an auto battler. It just does everything for you, and you're not watching when it happens. Like time yeah, just passes. It's, it's really rudimentary. I mean, it honestly it reminds me of like Assassin's Creed Brotherhood more than anything else. But, oh right, yeah, I forgot um, they did that. You could send your dudes out to do missions while you were doing other stuff. I don't know why I just remembered that, but. Uh, yeah no Pathland that's a good one star uh stuff. star wars did it too right old republic had a, a thing like this for the oh yeah yeah they did i mean it was it seemed groundbreaking at the time because it was like a way to do your crashing professions without having to actually go out and farm yourself you could like send your your followers out to do it which i loved and took great advantage of it also um, it also if they did something more uh, it would finally it would give us one of these auto battlers with the characters we want I'm not saying Hearthstone doesn't have... I think the Hearthstone Auto Battler is my favorite of all of these things that are out now. I like it better than all of them. Um, but I do... You know, it's it's a lot of Murlocs and Dragons and, and stuff that don't have the personality. Yes, you draft for heroes and stuff or, or villains, but I would much rather... What I, that's the reason I was so excited about the possibility that the Heroes team was maybe going to put something together because it was all these characters and these IPs that we love that would already be there and ready to go. And a WoW one would be closer to that, you know, because I'd get to actually have Rexar and his freaking bear. I, I could have. Yeah, I, there's, yeah, I never thought about it until this exact moment, but there's like concessions of uh, the auto battler genre that would make that a little weird because you'd have like two Arthuses on the battlefield at the same time, mm -hmm. fighting side by side and potentially <laughs> fighting against two more Arthuses across the way. Right. Um, so you'd have like four on four Arthas madness, um, just to, to give an example. So there is that. But um, I'm I'm with you. I mean, it was the big draw of Heroes of the Storm to me was like, oh, cool! I can stop playing with the GoBots and start playing with Transformers. There you go. Um, I like and, that. And Heroes of the Storm. That's um, a very good compare. No one's done that yet. I haven't heard the GoBots versus Transformers. Yeah, League of Legends and and Dota. That's GoBots. There it's just go. we now live in a universe where GoBots is more successful than Transformers. <laughs> um. But that's the that's the world we live in, <laughs> apparently. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's also like, <laughs> just, I, I guess I came down too strong. I apologize for that, Patrick, but really like, it's just, we know so I'm, little about this that, yeah, we uh, don't know. I nothing. guess my calmer point is like, we don't really know for sure. Um, and obviously I have my own reservations based on, uh, the Hulk smash that I just put down on your hopes and dreams. I, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Honestly, I don't. I'm not into any auto battler, so I just. I, it's not like mm. I would uh, want really want it. It's just I thought it might. Because I mean, we can also flip this on its for mobile. Right. We can also flip yeah. this on its head a little bit, and and also like say like, could you imagine the pet battler fans when? <laughs> Uh, wow auto battler is is the first thing that comes to mobile and not oh, pet battling <laughs> people would be i mean all those people from all those years would be pretty pretty ticked i would think um yeah i don't know what they're gonna do but i'm curious about this this weird bit of data that may or may not lead to something we'll have to see i i, I my my very like i've known about this for hours since patrick dm'd it to me on twitter uh is I think it's going to be deeper than the example I drew, which was the Plants vs. Zombies quest, but I can't imagine it's going to be as deep or even close to as deep as something like Battlegrounds. As an actual auto battler, yeah. 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 Pa- Patrick, have you poked your head in any? I mean, have you played or tried to play like Underlords or any of those just to kind of see if you liked it or not? Or like I played uh, maybe three times uh, Battlegrounds, mm. and I think I downloaded Underlords, I think? And it was so complex. I was like, I I don't understand anything that is happening there. And I the, the thing is, maybe it wasn't that complex, but I had no desire to understand. Yeah, I didn't hook it in. It is not that. new player friendly, mm. in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, the timer, just which is necess- like necessary because of how long the game would go without it, is such a an instant barrier to trying to figure anything out because it's just like oh uh go 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 make moves got to do a thing yeah you're, uh, you're have time to learn you're trying to dis- defuse a bomb basically all the time in those games because there's yeah. a timer click kick clicking and you got to do what you got to do before it finishes its thing uh the reason i like battlegrounds the most is that it's not this in this huge long investment like the games don't last 45 minutes and a typical game of dota underlords or uh, team fight tactics those games can go for freaking ever yeah so. they, they, and they remove some complexity like with there's no grid board the only thing you need to worry about is right and left uh, organization but they add a little bit more complexity back in with the unique heroes but it's the kind of thing where you only need to worry about that you know one game at a time when you yeah. get a different hero what so i want what i really want i'll tell you what i want I'll hold this up here for a second <laughs> on my switch right here i would like them to take the entire roster from Super Smash Brothers, and I would like them to make an auto battler based on the on the uh, Mad, or the Mushroom Kingdom lineup. So I want to be able. I would play the shit out of that, Garrett. Like, oh, so did, you, did you not on purpose say what I really want? I'll tell you what I want. You <laughs> I'll not, tell you what I, I want. What I really, gonna, really want. Did I? I don't. Know. I thought you were gonna <laughs> keep going there. Did I really I, do that? I was very disappointed, Ugh. Scott. I'm sure I'm ta- I'm speaking for many a listener. <laughs> When I say I was disappointed. Yeah. Thousands Sorry, of people now all were hoping that I was really going to just burst into song and do my best Spice Girls <laughs> impression. All right. Um, enough of that. Uh, we'll see how that transpires over time. Let's talk about the other things happening in Blizzard. All right. We're talk about this BlizzCon thing first. Uh, so they, there's no word about cancellation uh, but we do have a bit of a, I don't know, kind of a word of, not of caution, but you can tell they're thinking about it. Sarah Lynn Smith, she is a executive producer at BlizzCon or of BlizzCon. She's kind of in charge. She's also a fury warrior, she tells us in her signature. Says, hello, Blizzard community. A gaming convention is probably the last thing on most people's minds right now. And that goes for many of us at Blizzard as well. As events around the world continue to announce cancellations, postponements, or shifts to an online format to respond to the COVID-19 mess, we're seeing questions about our plans for this year's BlizzCon, and we want to provide a quick update. We love BlizzCon, blah, blah, blah. They talk about how great it is. Uh, I'll move past all that because um, we know how great it is. We love it, too. While we are all hopeful things will look better later this year, the bottom line is at this point, it's too early to know whether BlizzCon 2020 will still be feasible. The health of our community, employees, and, uh, and everyone who helps with the show is our top consideration. 
It might be a few months before we know for certain how we're going to proceed. But as soon as we have a meaningful update, we'll share it. We do want to mention that prior to the recent events, we had been actively working to finalize our plans and in fact are still doing so despite the work uh, workplace changes that have happened at Blizzard. That includes considering a range of scenarios and possibilities, not just in terms of the show, but also regarding what the experience would be like uh, for you. We know, uh, sorry, we know BlizzCon also involves preparation on your part, uh, so we'll do our best to provide you with as much clarity as we can, as quickly as we can. In the meantime, please be good to each other, stay well, and know that we're holding everyone impacted by COVID-19 in our thoughts. Sarah Smith, executive producer of BlizzCon. So, Obviously, they're thinking about it. It's nice that they communicated that. Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe. Okay, let's say it goes on. All right, but they can't really it's tell not us. Happening. It's probably not it's happening. Not I I agree. It's probably yeah. not. But if it's it was, not. let's say it was. In in my weird world of of let's just wonder. Even then, getting it all together kind of last minute, the way that hotels work, the way travel works, the way everything works. There's not enough ramp up, even if they were going to do it. So let me ask you that, this. That's uh, where a yeah. lot of my hesitation that I share with Patrick comes from mm-hmm. is like, I think November is, I think we could start being hopeful about the state of the world in November. I think that's okay. And I would certainly like people to start getting hopeful about, uh, about that well, late too, in the year. Me too, man. Me too. But, I don't want, but an yeah. event of this magnitude right. with this many attendees that need to make very serious travel considerations that are not cheap to make like that. That's I think what will stop it more than I hope uh, COVID-19 still uh, laying the world low. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I think that by November, I think things will look a lot different. We may have some concerns about resurgence and some other, you know, winter flu season that's stuff. That's the problem. And we don't know. And you know, we just don't know yet. And all of that and you take that in consideration that's one thing but then you take all that stuff garrett just mentioned it's just not tenable i I just don't know how they they do it so here's the big question let's be predictors here on the show if they don't have it it sounds like they probably won't if i'm to guess they're not gonna uh do they do something though um you know some big stream where it's like here here's what we were going to announce here's what we're going to do we we should probably still get something like that right i mean i think they they need to, right? I mean, they already offer the virtual ticket. They already broadcast BlizzCon worldwide. I guess it's behind a paywall, but um, why not? And also, where else are they going to do it? Not that E3 is happening anyway, but they've never really done anything at E3. You might get uh, an announcement here, an announcement there, at things like Gamescom and similar large gaming events, but they they never do a big drop of all the big stuff outside of BlizzCon. Uh, so to me, it seems like... It seems like a total no-brainer that they would do an, an online uh, version of this. Yeah, it'd be like a Nintendo Direct, but maybe even more so. They can have devs talk about specific games, still do panel discussions, even if they're not in, in panels. Um, you know, they could still just do a lot of the stuff we get out of BlizzCon, or certainly what people get out of it remotely. It's, it's impossible to sort of replicate the experience of being there and being with your friends and all that other stuff we always do, but. Um, all I want to do is just pour one out for the for the Hilton DJ will be silent this year, potentially. Not make a sound. And if there's no one there to hear the Hilton DJ, does he make a sound? You know what's wonderful about you get to be your own Hilton DJ. <laughs> yeah, it can be that's as right. loud as you want. Yep. And it can be whatever music you want, as opposed to deafening beyond the point of being able to hear the cue at Disney the day after. That's right. You can raise your own roof and get as drunk as you want at home. So good luck to you. Anyway, more on that as we know. It sounds to me like probably not. It just seems I very unlikely. I'm really going to miss seeing everybody in person this year. I was really looking forward to going because I missed last year. And I said, well, it's the last time I'm ever going to do that. I'm going this year. So excited. I was so excited. And now so, I- hey, remember months ago when we were having the discussion of will they, won't they on, on BlizzCon yeah. for 2020? And I said, uh... There's going to be a BlizzCon every year until either we die or Blizzard dies. <laughs> yeah. um, but I said selfishly, I would be really okay if they decided not to have one, just so I I I just have an excuse to not spend the money, and I don't feel like I'm missing out. Yeah. That, that was before all this happened, and now I would just like to say I could really <laughs> use all you nerds right now. Yeah, I could too. I want this. <laughs> I want this for our I mental health. People. 
I want this for our mental health. And, and yeah, I agree with you. It's funny because my reasoning for why I thought they might Canada in 2020 had nothing to do with any of this. It was all about recent controversies and their, you know, we were in the middle of the Blizzchung mess and all the other stuff. So I, those were the reasons I was thinking things might be weird, but no one saw this coming. All right, moving on. Hey, uh, what else? Oh, uh, Hearthstone. So you've been having RNG. Uh, I, I assume the R in RNG stands for rage for you. So you've just been a little ragey lately. What? Uh, just no. just about the game itself. Somebody told me that Garrett was all worked up about something going on in the game. So is that all untrue? Did I hear that wrong? I have no idea what they're referencing. <laughs> there wasn't something in Hearthstone that just like totally ticked you off or put you over the edge or something no. weird like that? Oh, I don't know what no, they were talking about then. Somebody on Twitter or somewhere told me that, and I was like, "Oh, I don't know. I'll ask him on. I'll ask well, him on Tuesday's show." I'm legitimately con- confused. No, I mean, I have been. Um, I have. I have not had the best like <laughs> the best uh, run of, of wins lately. Um, but I'm already where I usually end the season because I played so much damn Hearthstone, and now it's just like it, it's it's hard mode, and, and so much has changed. No, I'm I'm really enjoying this expansion. It's it's rather incredible um the community and 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 this is talking in generalizations is there was rather furious in the first like 24 hours when more than 50 percent of the population of the game were only playing demon hunter because it was the only class with a uh, positive win rate oh wow well Uh, plus it's new and that's already a problem right you're gonna get overwhelmed yeah that was already it it was already going to be uh, played more than most because yeah. it's the first time they've ever added a new class to the game. But what but what added on to that issue was that it was also horrendously overpowered. And I'm not talking like, oh, Reddit says everything is overpowered. It was legitimately broken mm. uh, in terms of power level. Um, so there was a lot of unrest in the they, community. They responded pretty uh, quick though, right? Like patched things yes, up. Yes, and- uh, the next day. Um, with the not quite 24 hours, but not far out of that window, they deployed like an emergency patch that was so quick. You didn't even, it was like a server side. It wasn't even something you had to download. So you didn't actually see the changes to the cards in your collection. Mm-hmm. You just saw while you were playing the game, the numbers were changed and they were in the color red. It was literally like your math teacher was fixing something for you <laughs> in red ink. Wow. Um, and then it took a whole nother day for them to get an actual update that you downloaded and then made the, the changes permanently and you saw the nerfs in your collection, yeah, like pretty, outside of a game of Hearthstone. Pretty agile um, uh, quick fix. Like yeah, it. yeah. And then the, uh, you know, uh, XR Dean uh, was on the horn on, on Twitter saying, hey, expect a lot more balance changes over the next few weeks mm. as we try and fine tune this. Um, yeah. And I don't think any of this is bad, by the way. I think it's rather awesome. Um and I, I'm, as much as I completely understand where the concern from the community came from, because it was, it was legitimately overpowered. Um, I like this kind of stuff. I don't, I don't, I would not would have wanted to be here for the opposite of that pendulum, which is Demon Hunter launches. It is the worst class in the history of the game and no one's playing it. Sure. Um, I'd, I'd rather have 24 hours of like everything is on fire. It's insane. What is happening? Mm. Um, and then them to rein it in. I, I, I prefer that i mean obviously it would have been nice if it if it launched more balanced but it's I, I just don't think that's as realistic an ask as a lot of the community seems to think it is yeah well there's communities for you i guess uh all right well things are going well in hearthstone really nothing else in the community or thing there is a big patch today for uh both uh heroes of the storm and oh overwatch is getting uh, echo today that's official so Here's a storm patch. Uh, she's Massive. here. She's there. She she's is there. She, she's a shooting. She's shooting and, and playing and in there. Uh, and then the heroes thing is a huge patch today. This is a big deal. Uh, all kinds of rad stuff, including all that um, much more defensive uh, approach to cores and stuff, which I'm excited to dive in and play. I'm going to give that a shot today, in fact. So we'll see what's going on there. Uh, and then everything else for me this week has been Animal Crossing related, so we're not going to talk about any of that. But that game can bite me. I love it so much. All right. Now this. Hear ye, hear ye. Why, it's the town crier. <laughs> All right. The town crier is a time for us in the show to read emails as it has been since the advent of this show or close to it. Uh, you guys email us at theinstance at gmail.com or you use the website, which now has an easy-to-use submit form. You don't have to go write an email if you don't want to. The easy way is there as well. 
at theinstance.net. This one's from Crackfang, which is weirdly drug sounding. But anyway, he says this. Hi, guys. I've been taking advantage of the 100% XP bonus level up for some of my alts. My main is a Fury Warrior and the Alliance, uh, on the Alliance rather, and a Marksman Hunter on the Horde. I have in the past always enjoyed or also enjoyed playing a mage. Can't read today. Playing the mage through BFA, I cannot get over how underpowered my mage is. Patrick, this feels like it's almost written for you. I have researched gear. Uh, I I am crying inside. (laughs) Uh, Researched gear, rotation, etc. I feel like I know the class, yet I find myself pulling out all the stops just to take down trash mobs and survive the fight. I feel like I'm running for my life with every fight. Do you guys think the Blizzard will do something to fix mages? They really seem broken. Love the show, Crackfang. I feel like this is an age-old tale. Uh, mages have always been in a weird place this way, and I also feel that way with my mage. I don't know. If my guess fix is it. He, he's playing fire, which is what I like to play. But yeah. fire is really a glass cannon. Yeah. And the thing is, uh, frost is kind of a uh, like solid cement cannon uh, because it still does a. a s ton of damage mm-hmm. but you don't die as much yeah. but it's just i like playing fire it's just it's it's really hard and i think it might have a little bit to do with why i i kind of bounced off one of the many reasons i bounced off uh, bfa mage is so much work like mm. you have to be so careful about everything it's not it's to the point that i don't think it's fun when you're you know questing and and uh you know doing your dailies and stuff like that of course when you're in in dungeons and raids it's a different story but yeah i i feel you uh a weird crack person i'm completely <laughs> there with you he's there with you crack person and i'm there with you too because mages are some of my favorite some of my best memories in the game i was when i was playing a mage and right now i can't play them and the and the thing is frost is a very viable solo class you can play great with 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 a with that but it's kind of boring it's very by the numbers and doesn't really do it for me at the moment and arcane i can't remember the last time i enjoyed arcane so we'll see you know maybe uh but if i can get into this alpha maybe i'll roll a mage see how they feel in this thing and we'll let you know okay uh that's it for emails thanks for your email you can send those emails again into the instance at gmail.com or use the website at theinstance.net. I want to mention a couple of names of people who support us as Dungeon Plus members over at... Uh, that's the wrong show. Sorry, that's for TWBD. Uh, for, uh, sorry, Instance Plus members, you can go over to theinstance.net learn all about it. What kind of uh, cool things do you get in the mail? What kind of digital stuff do you get? Uh, what kind of bonus shows do you get? That sort of stuff. Here are a couple of names who have supported us. Neil Wood, Paul Fletcher, uh, Nova Door, and Oz... Os- uh, sorry... Oisin McCollin. McCollin? McCulgan. He sounds like an Irishman and a cool one at that. Anyway, uh, those are just some of the fine folks that help us. If you want to hear your name mentioned on the show or just be a part of our support, you can do it over there at theinstance.net. Okay. Well, I think that's a damn show right there is what you got. Why don't we have uh, a quick uh, roundtable about who's got what going on this week? Garrett, uh, lots of content coming out of you and your holes, all your various holes. Tell us about it. Oh, yeah. Things are uh, just off the wall for both Heroes of the Storm and Hearthstone. So you should uh, subscribe to the Angry Chicken uh, for Hearthstone and Into the Nexus for Heroes of the Storm. A big, massive rework to Tassadar, a complete change of the landscape in terms of how we play every battleground and how the structures murder us in Heroes of the Storm. So go get up to date. We're also going to have Not Paradox as a guest this week, and he knows a lot about the game. So. Ooh, very nice. Tune in. Oh, all right, check those out. Amove.tv for all the details and all the shows. So go check that out. And Patrick, what's going on this week with you? Uh... Instagram, check out my Instagram. I'm not Patrick over there, and uh, I do some pretty cool stuff. So if you enjoy the gram or Insta, as oof. the youngins call it, uh, check my Insta. It's oof. not Patrick. Oof, oof. I hate that word. All right, uh, that sounds good to me. Also, if you are into uh, things that aren't gaming related, say, oh, I don't know, comic strips. I make one now, and I make it every week. It's called Fred and Can. If you want to learn about the self-isolation going on in the world of a single guy named Fred who lives in his apartment with a 
disembodied sentient can of expired cream corn, there's some great stories to be had. So check it out at fredandcan.com. Yes, Patrick. You just breathe funny. Do we know that he's single? (laughs) Or I mean, you know, but Fred is single. Are you sure? Like we, we, I don't think we've ever had any indication that he's single. We haven't had any indication that he's not. That's a good point. I haven't said it overtly, but I can now confirm here on the air. Fred is single. Yeah. So ladies, line up. Fred is available. Uh, Unless you count the can. (laughs) But but they're not betrothed in any serious way, uh, nor are they romantically linked. They're just living together. And uh, if you think all this sounds weird, it is. And you should go check it out for yourself. And read it and see if you like it. Fredandcan.com. You can get an email sent to you every week with it if you want. You just sign up there for free. You can get it on our RSS feed. You can read it on the blog. Get it on Twitter, Instagram, whatever you want. You can uh, go get it now and be a part of that. Okay. That's going to do it for us. Big thanks, everybody, for being here. Theinstance.net for everything else I may not have mentioned. So go check that out. Thank you all for watching, listening. We hope you're healthy and well. And uh, we'll be back here next time for a whole other episode of The Instance. Until then... For me, for Patrick, for Garrett, we'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes, get more at frogpants.com.